0: So welcome back. This is episode 7 of the Epic Epoch Podcast. I'm your host, Perry the Pig. With me, as always, is my co-host.
1: Hello, no, this is Dread
0: from Epic Builds. And I'm hoping that I can get an equally epic welcome to, uh, to our special guest today. This is Lizard IRL. Lizard, thanks for being here. Hello. That's Hello. me. Right, this is perfect. <laughs> All right, listen, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I should say, if you're listening uh, at some point in the future on YouTube or Spotify, first of all, let us know what platform you're listening on. That way we can make sure that everything works well for you. Also, this is a Thursday podcast instead of our normal Friday podcast. So the rationale for that is we wanted to make sure that we could stream as close to the Path of Exile announcement as possible to make sure that no one shows up live. Wait, no, that's not why, is it? No, no, no. We wanted wanted to stream on Thursday so that uh, we would we would allow Lizard uh, to have as much competitive time during the weekend tournaments on Friday as possible because we know that he's a very busy person <laughs> on Friday. So Lizard, uh, thank you for It's just Friday,
2: making... you yeah. know. There's a lot, so many things on Friday. It's just rough, you know. Like um, it's okay. And like, there's, the, there's, there's the
0: dev stream as well. You got to catch up on that mm-hmm, and posting mm-hmm. meme chat, sure. so, We have a lot of things to talk about today, and I think I think the very first thing that we should do is. Lizard, just in case someone out there hasn't heard of you, isn't in Twitch chat, isn't on Discord, isn't on Reddit, isn't on <laughs> under a, lot a, of, a lot of different things. Uh, first of all, we need to find out who you are. Lizard, who who are you with regards to a to um,
2: Hello, I'm Lizard. Uh, I'm kind of like one of the old school kind of players of this game. I've been playing for a long time. And I kind of got uh, known just because I, I was one of the first uh, degenerates to get obsessed with Arena. And um, here I am. I kind of like focus on endgame and super, super grindy uh, optimization, degenerate stuff. That's what I do.
0: <laughs> and I should say, every time that I die to something stupid, I feel like you're the first one who says, why did you die to that? So So thank you for helping me to learn the game as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's funny because now I look at my own gameplay and I'm like, you're getting, I'm so washed up, but it's okay, <laughs> you know. You gotta, it's 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 hard to take it serious, you know, with uh, the game like being in beta for so long. You kind of like lose that spark to to keep it like serious, but uh, hopefully, you know, multiplayer should be so, here uh-huh. soon. Multiplayer
0: twenty twenty two, it's happening this year.
2: Well, that's what they said uh, in two thousand nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but yeah, yeah, I believe them, I believe them. They seem confident. Hopefully,
0: hopefully this time it actually happens. So, yeah. uh, I guess I, I want to call out one more thing about you, Lizard, and there's a, there's a YouTube video of yours, it's kind of old at this point, but I referenced it myself a long time ago, and I recommend it to people all the time, and that is, like, you know, how to gear your character in, in Last Epoch. Hybrid life only shows up on these pieces of gear, you got to get it there. Percent life shows up in these places, you got to get it there when i started watching that and like i started thinking about my gear in that way yeah. like here's the opportunity cost here's where you can get a prefix here's where you can get a suffix that really made me feel like i started understanding last Epoch
2: better yeah that 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 video i thought it was very but because especially back when i made that video like all of that was really new right so it was a bit uh kind of like uh pre- premonitory of what was coming more than anything because it was just based on what what I thought right and it's funny because i feel like it's more real than ever right and uh if i had to make the video today i would probably be even more strict right where because i feel i feel like when i made that video it was pretty open like these are kind of your guidelines i feel like right now there's no guidelines there is the right way and the bad way you know and uh, <laughs> uh it's a bit you know it's a bit uh hopefully it diversifies a bit more but yeah that's what we have at the moment mm-hmm. So you we've know, we, had that
1: HP meta for how long now? A year now?
2: Well, since the video, <laughs> pretty much.
0: <laughs> I want to I want to make sure that we get through a number of our topics here today. So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about is well, we're currently in patch 085F, and with this patch, we've seen the rebalancing of one of the most abusive unique items that has ever been in Last Epoch. And what I'm talking about is something that I use to get rank one on the solo ladder which is Ashes of Mortality. So Dread. I know that this is something near and dear to your heart. Can you walk us through like what it was and then what it is now?
1: All right. Ashes of Mortality. When it was released, it was ridiculous. Pretty much the idea is you gain a bunch of ward on hit. When you hit a mob that has ignite or damn stacks on them, comparable to the amount that they have on them. And the reason why this was so broken, was because it scaled with application rate, meaning if you applied more ignites, you'd get more ward. If you hit the enemies faster, like with like Warpath for instance, or Fireball specifically were the, you know, the cases that were the most broken. Uh, you get a bunch of ward because of that. Uh, if you had something, if you had a lot of attack speed, cast speed, you would get a lot because of that as well. If you, and this was like without ward retention, if you didn't have ward retention, didn't matter. Cause you were gaining like hundreds of thousands of ward and it literally didn't matter. And then rolled around recently. Uh, I think it was patch note D. Was it D? F. I think well, I think. F. F was well, the one. no, it was one. D the first nerf and then mm-hmm. F. Yeah. So D they nerfed it they just nerfed the numerical values which obviously did not affect it at all like sure you went from 2 million ward to 200,000 ward which obviously is still obscene right that's like way more it's than you ever, need ever. Of what
0: it used to be but it's still way and, too
1: big which <sighs> means that something at a base of the item was broken so this patch what they did was they nerfed the application and everything to 1 second per Like proc, meaning you'll only gain it once per second. So instead of gaining it 20 times per second with like Fireball or Warpath or whatever, you'll gain it one time per second. And it's still very strong. The self-application of Damned and Ignite is still very strong as per Foe showing us that you could still just damn yourself and get a bunch of ward that way. And now the ring is in its most balanced state it's been since it was released. With the cooldown. And that's where we're at. Yeah, so is this, is this ring
0: worth using on like a uh, like ignite cycler or <laughs> cycle ignite warpath now?
1: Uh, I don't use it on ignite warpath specifically just because like you'd have to build into ward retention to make it useful. And but if you had LP on it, sure LP ones because you have a lot of increased damage on it. Like all that stuff is great. Like it has cast speed, makes your sigil casting even faster. Like there's a lot of things that the ring gives you that you could just use it right. I would definitely yeah. see if you had LP on it, you could use it.
0: I I feel like one of the things that I've heard Lizard that you talk about in the past is things that scale with uh with pack size and how mm-hmm. once you take those into
2: arena, they just
0: become like absurd. Well, is a one second cooldown or... like hard for this?
2: Uh, I think. I mean, the 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 fact that anything that has a cooldown, it basically makes it so pack size is not a thing, right? Because even if you could proc it 20 times, you only proc it once because of the cooldown. And uh, yeah, I, I just feel like on a principle, it it should never be easier or you should never be stronger for fighting, for being on a harder situation, right? It's just like weird. And it's funny because one of the first builds that I played and how I got kind of like my 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 name on the scene and stuff, was actually precisely that. It was Soul Fist. And it was a build that basically gave you ward uh, per enemy that you hit, and you could hit basically the entire screen. And what happened is like when you were fighting single targets, you had like 3k ward maximum, but when you uh, spawned like a bunch of uh, worms or spiders, you reached 200k worth, and then uh, obviously you couldn't die. And they nerfed that, and I, I obviously they had to nerf that, right? Um, the ward side of it, of course. Rip, and, rip, I don't so know, fast. I was I was pretty pissed when the ring got released, because I was like, didn't we learn the lesson, like, two years ago, about how ward scaling with density is, like, a bad idea? They, and we they still did, have... They did yeah, say still, that
0: one of the reasons they missed this, uh, before it got released into, like, I guess, our servers, is that the, uh, the fact that you can only see 15, like, for the maximum stacks of ailments that are on an enemy, they said that because <laughs> of that, they missed it. They didn't realize how many stacks of Ignite you can actually get
2: on an enemy. I would uh, like uh, to add that is a self-made problem. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's just Mike being goofy on the dev stream, and it's just like, oh, we didn't check. Like, I, I would like to think that the people who are like designing and actually testing stuff uh, <laughs> you know, play the game. Uh, I, I think it was more of an oversight. We had things like this before, right? We had bugs, oversights, and um, for example, Including myself, you know, when I read the item on the patch notes, I was like, well, this is probably going to have some internal cooldown or whatever. And I literally, like, I just assumed, right? Like, w- I basically, I assumed the item would be what it is now, right? Uh, maybe because I played for so long that I've just seen how these things normally end up or are, right? Uh, and again, it's like, it's one of those things where, like, is that that item, I would say, like, you know, there's a game out there in the world where I'm sure that item fits. I don't know if it's Last Epoch. And uh, I could say the same about a lot of things, right? The, the, right now, like I talk a lot about this on, on my stream. You guys know I complain a lot. But like I, the game is never going to be balanced. It's an ARPG. But uh, again, I always make this metaphor like, OK, you can go into a medieval warfare, and there's swords and crossbows and bows. And there's a guy with a horse who's really overpowered. Ooh, horse guy, right? And then the, there's this guy who's on full-on Iron Man armor, <laughs> dropping nukes from space. Uh, doesn't really, f- I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a weird movie, you know. Hey, that's uh, that's
0: that's the gameplay that I want. Don't you take that away from me? Uh,
2: I I think it's fine if it's Iron Man versus Iron Man. Everyone's happy, <laughs> you know. But it's just weird when you have both in the same picture. It, it's uh, the depths. And again, this is for the depths to the side. Like, wh- what is the game gonna be? Is it the so- game where? Is the game where Swipe fits in? Or is it the game where Umbra Blades just like, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so
0: one, one of the rough things about Ashes Mortality is that it's, it's an amount of war that you gain per stack of ailments on the enemy. And Last Epoch, unlike a game like Path of Exile, for example, all, all of the ailments are just like unbound. You can have as many stacks of bleed, as many stacks of ignite, as many stacks of poison on the enemy as you want because that's Except how the application timer for rate some works. reason. So, I want to use this in order to move into our next topic here, which is maybe like crit builds and builds that have this like large chunky upfront damage as opposed to dot builds. I want to use this as a way to talk about like things that you know, when I first started watching Lizard, you know, over a year ago at this point, I would hear things like why would you ever play a dot build? Just play a crit build, just play something that's like upfront and bursty and kills the monsters faster. And now it almost feels like the whole paradigm of the community is saying, it's like, the opposite, hey, I'm the yeah. good. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about this. Lizard, how do you feel about dot builds these days?
2: I mean, go, going back to that statement, it's, it's actually absolutely true. But it's also because the game has changed a lot, right? Back in the day, uh, the game was way harder, right? Way harder uh, with the old uh, protection system and all that, and uh, how the game shift and some of the enemies we had in Arena or whatever. So, you know, when you had Crystal Elementals spawning in groups of 10 and they are just one-shotting you, right? It's like, why would you play a dot where you have to wait, like, three seconds, right? For, even if the damage is superior, which it was already, but why would you do that when, if you don't kill the enemy fast, fast enough, you're going to die? Especially because this is before we know we had things like Bastion and Ravenous Void and things like that. that. I mean, everyone would agree that right now, uh, the game is just about, it's a tank game, and that is, that is what Last Epoch is. And it's funny because I've been predicting this for two years. Like, I'm, if you type on Google, block is OP, Last Epoch, you have posts of me on 2018 complaining about these things. And turns out it was, I was kind of right, you know, uh, what can I say? Um, I, think, I think there's a huge problem with this, but g- going back to the DOT versus uh, CRIT thing, Right now, because the game is all about going full tank, right? Because if you don't die, then you keep playing, right? Uh, it turns out that ailments, even though the damage takes a bit to ramp up, they're basically free damage just for how because of how mechanically they work, right? You can always just like, well, if your ailment only does 10 damage, well, just stack 10 of them, now you're doing 1,000, you know, or whatever. And that just creates this paradigm where you can basically go ZDPS and just by persistence, you end up doing more DPS than anything else.
0: Is this a case of weapons just not having enough flat damage on them in order to compete with that?
2: I mean, I think fl- flat damage in general is just absolute dog shit. You know, like like uh, tier five flat damage is a fucking offense uh, to, to to players. Like, are you're telling me that uh, crafting a tier five tier five right? Uh, uh, on my weapon, on my tier 2 weapon, it gives me like 50 damage, which is basically less than a poison stack. Especially and I'm pl- if you compare it to like Ignite Effect and Ignite Duration when, when, or
1: when I'm
2: When I'm applying 200 poisons per second, like... It's, uh, and especially since like, imp- I don't know, Implicits are... You know, you get 100 flat on your Implicit and it's like, all right, I'm a 200 weapon, cool and uh, <laughs> it's just uh, it's just it's just on a pretty bad state but again i don't want to get too runty, but and again going back to crit there's two types of crit builds right the good ones and the bad ones Go the on. good ones the good ones are the ones that give you crit for free uh, either because you have spell crit for free on your spell right for example elemental nova or lightning blast right you sh- you have so much flat crit that you basically and you have so much flat yeah. crit on the mage passive that where the fuck do you build crit on those characters? You're you're level 40 and you're already capped on crit, or things that give you guaranteed crit like uh, dreadshade, uh, f- firebrand, things like that. Because what do, the crit basically has this t- t- trifecta, right? Of flat crit, well crit chance, crit multi, flat damage, and then generic increases and multis, right? Like every other build, but the builds that basically remove the crit chance equation from gear taxing, basically get to crit like crazy, uh, and they, they remove the hardest thing to balance, right? Because if you're building crit chance, you're not building damage, and therefore it kind of like balance itself out, right? Because uh, you
0: only have two prefixes on any piece of gear. Like it, you yeah, You need exactly. to crit chance somewhere. Right?
2: Exactly. And, and right now, it's like, I feel like the abilities that are meant to be crit you, you as a player don't really have many tools like where can you get flat Christians? you really can't right like uh it's 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 really hard uh, so for example if you if you want to play something like Vengeance crit right the the meme yeah good luck you know <laughs> uh, see what you do is you run Spriggan companion and you get base crit from that yeah you know. that, that's an, that's an, that's another funny one <laughs> um, so so i think it, it has created this this Again, this this uh, problem where damage over time... Basically, the only thing you need is, uh, if you're doing element damage over time on your gear, and that's it. That's it. Like, I, I played, uh, like, and you know, we have all of these luxury things, poison effect and bleed effect. Dude, you don't need that. If you want to make a, you know, a clickbait video with 40 million damage on the dummy, sure, you know, go full damage and be dumb, right? But dude I was playing this week on an electrify. I didn't build a single electrify unique, but I didn't build a single I didn't build single damage and I'm hitting the dummy for one million. full tank, you know. And then I go play vengeance on the same character, right with the same investment and I'm hitting the I, I'm hitting the dummy for ten thousand with the same investment and a melee range. <laughs> I, I want to uh, ask you about that. <laughs> So this this
0: past weekend we had the uh, Vision GL weekend tournament that we have pretty much every week with Vision, and it was a Paladin weekend, and you chose to use javelin. So mm-hmm. while I was lurking in your Twitch chat, I thought that you were gonna try to play some kind of like crit javelin, you know, ballista node with like three uh, three or five javelins coming down from the sky, and I was I was I thought that you were gonna play a crit build, but you ended up playing this electrify damage over time build instead. How did you no. make that decision? Was that just like. I know this is going to do more damage. Like you're just doing it for fun.
2: Um, I mean, it's very, it's it's very simple actually. It's it goes down to how the skill trees are designed in Last Epoch, right? For if you want to get flat crit for your javelin, well, you only have one option: it's the flat crit on the tree, and running a weapon that has flat crit and will give you zero flat damage because it's a throwing skill, right? And if you want to get flat damage for your ability, you're gonna to have to get. Um, you know, flat damage on your rings, that's going to make it really hard to craft because you want to be focusing on suffixes and implicits and all that. So it's just like so much more investment. And again, one of the ways that spamming javelin is viable is by grabbing the minus mana cost uh, nodes on the actual tree, right? Where you get minus three per, like, on the bottom of the tree, you have minus mana cost. Well, if you go for the crit version, you need to go for the crit nodes. And therefore, you can't afford those. So it's kind of like, oh, do I want to spam an ability for free that does a million damage? Or do I want to have to micromanage mana for critting for like 100k maximum? It's
0: interesting <laughs> talking about where you get your flat damage from. So if you're playing like a throwing attack that wants to be crit and wants to have that flat damage, you have your rings where you can get like the cursed affix of flat fire. And then you also have the, <laughs> minus, the minus hybrid um, affix that you can get on your rings. So like you have like one, two, three, four, five, because you can get cursed on your amulet as well. And that's where your flat damage would come from, but on the other hand, if you're playing a like a bleed build and electrify, ignite, or something, you can get ignite all over the place. You can get on your skill tree, you can get conversions, you can get like unique items, and you can even get like 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 you were using in your build last weekend. Just the dragon bone axe itself has a hundred percent chance on it itself. Like there's a lot of uh, ailment application, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's nuts. And, and and again, it's funny, right, because I'm talking like the throwing attack version is bad, but I actually think that's the balance one, right? Like, that makes, like, when I, when I listen to what an ARPG is about, okay, so you have a build, it's not so good at the beginning, it's good enough, right? And then you get good gear, and then it gets better, and you get damage from your gear, and eventually the build is good with investment, and you're proud of it, right? And you succeed, and your effort gets rewarded. Or you could do nothing and be the best, you know? It kind of sounds uh, like the swipe
0: problem. We're like, is swipe weak? Or is swipe the one that's balanced appropriately and
2: everything else is just busted? I I think swipe is a bit of a curious uh, case because I do think swipe is good if you don't level with it, right? Because, again, we go back to swipe. If you want to do damage with swipe, right, and you're playing crit swipe, I assume that's what you're talking about, where you're going to need attack speed, not hard to not hard to get. It's hard to get, right? You're going to need flat crit. It's hard to get. You're going to need flat uh, damage. It's hard to get. You're not going to need crit multi. It's hard to get. So you have a build that needs six pieces to click, and none of them are free. None of them for swipe. You don't get anything, right? So Except- that's why... That's that's why Swipe feels so bad early on because you you don't really get anything for free and then you have all 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 these Oral builds that are getting everything for free. Now is Swipe balance? I mean Swipe probably needs some help in the early game, but I think end game Swipe is so, so much more ba- like I rather have Swipe than Umbra Blades when it when you, if you have to use a metric for mm-hmm. balance and I proved it. I I I played Swipe on these weekend tournaments. I pushed, cleared all the content and it was fine. I, I had to play. Forty hours, you know, instead of ten, like this weekend. Uh, Dread, what's I, I, on your I mind? was I was I was level eighty, you know, by 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 Sunday, uh, by by Monday, and I, and I pushed all my characters like a hey, trolling, you know. I'll, I'll have you know that
0: my holy trail javelin character that cleared <laughs> maps by using lunge got to a hundred without even trying. So just yeah, yeah, exactly. Dread, what were you gonna I... say? You were gonna talk?
1: Oh. uh... He's right, and this is actually a perfect example of what we were talking about earlier about the crit being free and all these investment points. Well, recently, last patch, I actually played a uh, crit swipe build that was uh, Beastmaster, and you got all your attack speed from your tree, because you get that 50% at the top of Beastmaster, right? You get the aspect of the shark, all the free (laughs) attack speed there, and then you get your free crit, because I was doing uh, your free crit, you run base crit on both your weapons... And then you get the wolf crit, the war cry crit and the aspect of the so that's a lot of effort, right yeah but then you got the free it was free without your gearing and that was just good enough to play right
2: yeah, so but, it's but, like but what? but in that particular case, just mm-hmm. for the things that you're saying you need all of these skills you're gonna need yeah. the base weapons you're gonna need yeah. the top of the tree that build you you can start playing it at level 60 basically yeah which is yeah, which exactly. is fine. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong about it. By dude, you can literally equip holy trail javelin at level twenty, and with mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. With level twenty character, your level twenty character, you can holy trail all the way up to three hundred corruption in one day, with yeah. no upgrades, yeah. with just a, a weapon with nothing. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's the nerf yeah, version, yeah. <laughs> by the way. It's the nerfed version. Like,
1: yeah. Uh... Yeah. I was just bringing that up because that was like, yeah, mm-hmm. a, like a, I I feel that is balanced because yeah, I'm yeah, all this stuff into the crit right and that's like the thing is having different ways of investing into crit right yeah. is what and it's not just necessarily the auto crit but it's just having other ways of investing into crit and that's what a lot of these skills lack is
2: having the same amount of investment uh, right not not to mention sorry to cut this off and not to mention oh, I feel like back when crit was meta we also had worst implicits for yeah, example like uh what, what were you gonna get on an implicit on rings or whatever you know or like you just get crit who cares right but now you have things like uh ivory rings you could get free necro you have things like all the new class specific relics you have like you have all of these new super core uniques like uh like uh quicksilver coil for haste you have a uh, uh, again, like uh, Bleeding Heart with 4 LP now, which it's ridiculous, right? You have uh, Auroras, you have Bastion, and suddenly, if you start ticking all of these ticks, which is basically what all builds use, where the fuck do you get your crit from, you know? You can't get an offhand, because let's be honest, if you're, if you're playing a build and you're not using Bastion, it's a bad build, next. I hate it, but it is what it is, right? Uh, and you are allowed to do that, because again, you don't... You don't lose anything for using Bastion. Okay, I go from doing 20 million damage from 10. It's still 10 million more than I need, so you know, who cares? And then all And of if a sudden... you and if you build damage, then you get punished by a monster they are, you know, boss they are. So the kill time is the same or almost Wait, the same. Should... So
0: <laughs> I, I feel like if we start talking about boss damage reduction, then we're going to be here Yeah, night. So I'm going uh, to try to steer stop. away. From I'll that. stop.
2: I'll stop. Well, yeah.
1: a good <laughs> representation is just let's just think for a second, right? Let's say we're playing a build, right? Let's. I'm trying to think of like a good example here.
0: Erasing storm. I or?
1: guess we can bring up vengeance here. Let's just think of vengeance, right? Just, just for a second. I know, I know. Let's think. Like, let's let's compare like ailment vengeance, you know, versus like crit vengeance, right? Think. I think it's better by using, the way. <laughs> if you're using a one-hander and a shield, what would you rather be doing? Ailments or crit? Oh, yeah. Right. Certainly. It's like in every single situation here, like it's the same thing. Like, what would you rather be doing, ailments or crits? And yeah. the monolith system is the like part of the problem, in my opinion, because yeah. you get punished for cl- playing crit not only from the monolith system with crit avoid and all that and dodge and all that. It's also because what we just brought up, Bastyr, which I won't go too far yeah. into, but Bastyr also. Penalizes crit way more than dots. Way more, because yeah. Dots don't need to do that much damage to kit, you know, you know, that yeah. time and all that. It's
0: worth mentioning and that like a dodge hard. monolith is gonna punish, is probably gonna punish an ailment build the same way that it punishes a, a crit
1: build. Not to the same degree, because the thing is, with a crit build, the way your crit build is set up, right. You want to one shot the enemy. That's the plan with the crit build, right? Most of the time, if you're yeah. playing like a crit build, you one shot the enemy, that's your defense, right? And if you dodge if enemies dodge you, then it's like whatever. But if you're playing an ailment build and you're used to hitting something 60 times before it dies, like
2: most ailment builds like it Doesn't matter I'm if you miss that. 20 of them. It doesn't
1: matter if you miss some of it. Yeah, and you're tanky mm-hmm. enough
2: to deal with that already. Well, and you, you you're, you're overkilling. you like the the thing is like if like most of the time when you're playing a dot build, right? You hit your dots. You're hitting for a, a hundred. Then the next second, a thousand. The next thousand, ten thousand. Right. So even if you miss, normally that third tick or that second tick, that fourth tick, is overkilling for so much, right? That it doesn't really matter if you if you missed twenty percent of your damage. That fifth tick is so overkill. Like I don't know if you guys had that, but for example, you're a single targeting you volatile reversal for the buff or whatever, yeah. which is another issue. But whatever. And then suddenly the, the siege golem or whatever you're attacking disappears. You don't even see the, the damage numbers. The, the game can't keep up. It can't and keep leech, up, right? Leech is another good example,
1: too. Like, for instance, if I attack something with the crit build, right? And I hit it and I overleech like I way over, you know, the amount I need, right? I go up to full life again. Right. And then my leech is gone. It's over. It's done with, you know, never get like you don't get leech from that source again. Then you hit him again, right? But the problem is, if you compare that to a dot build, right, if I miss a shot on a dot build, like with dodge, I'm still leeching because it ticks, gives you healing, ticks, gives you healing, tick gives you healing, right? Well, with the crit build, if I hit, leech, go back to full, I lose that leech, and then I miss, all of a sudden, I don't have that leech, and I die, you know? And that's another part of it.
2: That's um, why dodge isn't that bad. It's, it's also worth mentioning that in terms of gear, right? Uh, like the, uh, the damage over time nodes are just so much more effective, right? Uh, for example, if you take a look at rings, let's just say you're playing a crit build, okay? A tier 5 crit on a ring is what max enrolled from 40 to 60% increased crit. If your build has 5% base crit, you're getting from a, from a full tier 5, you're getting what? Uh, an extra 2% crit. Like it is worth
0: f- mentioning, so as, as long as you're building, bringing that up right now, it's worth mentioning, in the past, there was like some kind of murmuring around EHG employees saying something about reworking crit chance. Maybe they take away increased crit and add more added crit into the game. So at some point in the future, this whole conversation about like where do you get crit, this could very well change. That is yeah, still on the back burner. Uh, that is burger an entire
2: balance. other conversation. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, what 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 the devs have talked about just seems like a horrible idea because it basically removes the entire uh, beauty of crit, actually. Because basically, Mike was saying that, I mean, if you're playing crit, who cares? You just want 100%, right? Where, who cares where you get it from? Well, I care because if I have an exalted weapon with exalted crit, suddenly my increased crits are more valuable. And that creates an entire dynamic that like is really it's really great, right? Like if I find an increased crit, suddenly my flat crit is more valuable. And that that that's that, that create, allows you to create a puzzle. Like, oh look, like I'm using I got a tier 7 flat crit now. So now I only need three increased crits instead of four. And I get room for mana region, for crit multi, for plus skills. And I mean that's what RPGs are about. It's about that puzzle. His crit is just gonna be turned to okay I just stack flat everywhere until I get a hundred it's the same dude but well, it's not the yeah. same because it's boring as fuck it's not the same Pretty even if much, the uh, the same the biggest problem
1: with the crit thing that i love talking, mike by, by the way, way. <laughs> sorry yeah i do too <laughs> oh. the base crit versus increased crit thing and just getting rid of it that's not a good idea because of the fact that crit is like lizard said insanely dynamic Like, for instance, there are some builds where you have, like, 20% base crit, and you don't need that much increased crit to get to cap. And increased crit becomes useless after you get crit cap, right? So you Mm want to, like, invest into it to the point where you get 100% crit. And increased crit to that build is nowhere near as good for increased crit for a build that has, like, 10% base crit. Like, for instance, like we were talking about with the, the Beastmaster build, right? I was running two Crystal Swords with, you know, 5% base crit on each, right? Because I could afford that because of the way my build was set up. And the all the increased crit from the wolves, the, the frenzy totem, all that, all of that was great for the build because I only had 15% base crit and that was capping me out because of that, right? But if you turned all those to base crits and all that, right? If you turned it all to just flat crit, then all of a sudden... I go to like, you know, like I would probably end up with like maybe 40% crit with all that investment or something like that. It's, it's like, a
2: little speculative,
1: but it's, yeah, it's a difference... different dynamic altogether. I
2: hear well, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I mean, may, maybe they have something. Uh, sup- I mean, I think to be fair, EAG, a lot of the changes to systems they've done recently, even though the uh, uh, like community has been a bit like, what is this going to be? A lot of them have been actually really good at the end, right? Like the new crafting and stuff. So again, I, I give them the... I'm sure if they do something, it's not going to be something stupidly yeah. dumb, like the thing I'm saying. But I mean, we have stupidly things in the game, so who knows? Maybe, <laughs> I, <laughs> Maybe they fuck I, up. Uh... I
0: want to take the conversation and move it towards something else here. Do you, do you have anything yeah. else you want to say about like, like the crit particular, like crit versus dot?
2: No, I basically wanted to say that why build your tier 5 to, for 50% increased crit when you can have 150 increased elemental damage over time on every prefix? <laughs> I'm with you on that one, I like damage over time builds. Yeah, it's builds a great. It's, it's so overpowered. It's crazy. Like...
0: So speaking of like maybe a skill that gets like twenty percent base crit. We talked about swipe. Swipe's one of the early skills, but it really starts to take off once you have all those puzzle pieces later on. I want to talk about builds that get power for free, which you mm-hmm. get just for leveling, as opposed to characters that feel good once you get all that gear and like once you get all that investment into the character.
2: Yeah.
0: Because I know well, this is a big question. When it comes to these weekend tournaments, I'm just going to toss this in there real quick. Mm-hmm. For these weekend tournaments, and Lizard, I know you do this as well because I check out the Discord. So for uh, for anyone who doesn't know about these Vision GL tournaments, uh, ultimately it's about as, as many waves as you can push in the arena. But you also get some bonus points for killing the Tier 4 versions of each of the new bosses. So we have mm-hmm. like Dungeon 1, 2, and 3, and then we also have the, um, the Tier 4 version of Arena of Champions. So if you complete all of those things, you get some bonus waves added to the end of that. And Lizard, you know, after 10, 20, you know, 30 hours of playing on a weekend, you're making characters who are just like deleting these, uh, these pieces of content. Where's the aspirational stuff after that?
2: I mean, and to be honest, I'm only doing it on the third day. I mean, this is an entire conversation, especially since we have Lone Star in the chat, too. This is an entire different conversation. The, ma- the main reason I'm doing it on the last day is not because I can't do it earlier. It's because I don't have any reason to do it earlier. Like, if you're doing dungeons, you're not getting stability and you're not getting blessings. So, it's, if, if I don't have all the blessings I want, I'm not doing dungeons. It's a waste of time. I, I'm with you on that. Right. Like, the game is about getting your blessings. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's the most important part because you can't really gear a character before you have your blessings, right? Uh, I, again, there's different solutions. We can. Uh, you guys talked about it on the other uh, thing, but as long as you're not getting me stability, you're slowing my progress towards the blessings, which is the, my day one, day two, day three goal. Yeah, you gotta pass, right? And, and going back to your question, it's like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, once you get a bit experience, I think a lot of people think that last epoch when, when they first install the game and they see the skill trees and they see the they say, "Oh my God, this is not like P.O.E. We have so much options, so much build diversity." I mean, you just type more damage on the on the on the on the search function, and if you have uh, more than X, uh, you know the build is gonna do everything for free, and if you don't have, you know, oh well, I'm gonna have to grind a lot more, right? Uh, so. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I I feel like right now the player gets too much free power. And and again, people can say, oh, but Lisa, you're very experienced and that's why you're doing this in such a small amount of time. And true, obviously experienced players are going to be able to showcase what's broken easier and they're going to be able to achieve things easier. There's also people in PoE that clear everything in one day and that's not what the average player does, true. But the problem is like... The more players we have that play more than a weekend per patch, right? The more people are gonna realize the core issues of the game. Like, when you're giving players, like, I would say 90% of player power comes from just being level 70, right? Everything else, like, doesn't really add much to the game. Like, what is the difference between a, a character once you get your level 20 skills, right? What's the difference between a character with 100 hours and a character with 2,000 hours? Well, you have a bit better LP items, maybe. You have uh, an extra 1,000 HP, which won't save you from the shit that actually kills you. And uh, you do instead of having 500 increased damage, you had 700. And you're, instead of having 10 times the damage you need, you have 20 times the damage you need.
0: Let's, let's get an example here. I want to make sure that people in the audience know what kinds of builds you're talking about. I want an example of like a build that gets a ton of power for free on the one hand and like maybe a build that is very cool and is like you know a great build once yeah. you get all the gear for it. like what, what are those
2: two sides i think for example builds that just are completely ridiculous is for example anything dots that we talk but let's just talk for example about uh, leech right you're playing a you're playing a leech right you put on Dead seal Dead seal gives you 500 increased damage and multiplicative damage you, anything works uh, you- doesn't matter. You, if you want to make transplant damage work, uh, infernal shade, uh, it, it will it will work <laughs> because it's it's already giving you a, by level. You know, whenever you unlock it at level fifty or whatever, you have more damage than, than you ever need. You've got two
0: again, bars, like, you got. And again, things like armor, uh, the, damage reduction percent, more damage. You got like everything yeah. that you need.
2: And I think, and I think it's the funny part. Like once you get a bit of experience, you realize that there's builds like this on every class. Right, the, every class has builds like this, uh, and I don't know. It's it, it kind of under like why would I play a character that needs the, and I, and again I think there's a difference between uh, you guys have talked about this on the on previous podcast too about starter builds, right, and and builds that uh, that starter builds that fall off, right, and then builds that you because they require certain pieces you can't level with them. I feel like right now. Or starter builds are old also the best builds, because they don't really fall off. Because the things that make, it, make the builds good are, that's the thing that makes a build good in endgame too. If, if your ability has like 200% more damage, well, you can't get that anywhere else. So yeah, it's going to be OP at level 20, and it's going to be OP at level 100, you know? I,
0: I would w like to I, I yeah. wanna put a build out there. Well, what about like Bow, Crit, Cinder Strike?
2: Yeah, good luck with that one, right? Um,
0: <laughs> I've heard like for... people tell me that they enjoy leveling with Cinder Strike. You no know, I've, I've played a little bit of uh, it. Well. Uh, the
2: leveling is fine, but but uh, the the leveling with, with that build is fine precisely because it does give you very, very good things early on. It gives you flat damage, right? Like on the top notes, it gives you like 10 or 20 or something per point. And yeah, obviously you have a bow with 10 bow damage you put on Cinder Strike and suddenly you have 30 flat damage at level 15. Yeah, it's great but you could also play puncture and hit enemies for a thousand <laughs> uh with a couple of you know? them
0: it's funny yeah, exactly cinder, cinder strike kind of checks one of those boxes of a conversation we had like just one minute ago it's it's yeah. a skill that feels really good early game and i kind of describe it as it's it's the skill that has everything built into it except for more damage, damage. Yeah, it
2: absolutely. doesn't have more damage That's one and, and one good node. luck good luck making it um again if you try to make that build Comparable to anything that has more damage, you're just gonna feel like you just wanna cut your dick off, you know? Like it, it's gonna be horrible, and and again, as players, we don't have agency, we we don't control it, and not only that, but I feel like when the depths, like when the depths design skills, right? Let's just say the, I always talk about the Bowering orb, right? The uh, Bowering orb has like a, a lot of notes that give you more damage. Like you guys know that that I like the the orb damage, right? The bottom notes, and th- those are. 200, 200%, 200% uh, more damage with five points. I mean, you can you get the barring orb at level 25, and you can get those points literally by you know you get the orbiting, the movement speed, and then you get the damage with seven points in it. You already have all that more damage, and the barring orb for whatever fucking reason has a flat damage of 80. You know, so that's already more and damage that you can yeah. th- that you can do with a melee attack. But at level 100, Vengeance, every melee attack, really, that is like a spammable ability, like Orb, right, has a flat damage of 2. Of 2. <laughs> at level 100, at level 0, it doesn't matter, of 2. And if you get a weapon with 100 damage, it's still less damage than Orb at level 20. And you say, and, and I think that flat damage from Orb, it's actually pretty balanced once you are level 100. But when you, the fact that they give you that amount of damage at level 20 how is that ever going to be balanced, you know? I'm
0: going not- to give a shout-out real quick, just to Twitch chat for people who are listening to the podcast here. But this is someone saying, there's another reason that we should have, you know, please give 5 or 10% more damage per point that we spec into a skill tree instead of putting more damage onto a node in the skill tree. This is not the only solution, but it's definitely something that I've seen come up a lot. And I'll- honestly, it's a solution that I had years ago at this point, playing Path of Exile. And it, it kind of happened in Path of Exile after they normalized yeah. the amount of more damage you get per support gem in your six link. But instead of having like, you know, what what are my six link gems going to be? Oh, well, I'm going to use the ones that have the most more damage on them. When those get normalized, people get more freedom to you know use the the skill defining, the skill modifying, the GMPs and intensifies. And unleashes that make the skill feel like the kind of thing they wanna play. This Instead one's of just, tricky. Here's the more here's the, the, the more here's This
2: the one's more. tricky, right? Because there's gonna be skills where it makes complete sense. But for example, abilities that have like really big damage nodes locked under cooldown or things like that. Then you gotta be careful, right? Because if you give generic damage and then all of the versions of the ability are getting it. Cooldown, no cooldown, conversion, no conversion, spammable, non-spammable, it gets a bit dangerous. I do think I do think overall they need to take away power from just like having a level 20 skill and they need to take away, in my opinion, the health, like uh, the the healthiest thing to do would be like, okay, uh, you take a character at level 60, which is what a normal player is going to do, you do the level, you know, level 50, you're doing the level 50 monos and you balance the abilities, so you have a gray weapon, weapon, you have your passives and you're doing just enough damage to one-shot the trash mobs so even if you have an t- absolute troglodyte who's never played Last Epoch, they're not going f- to have a sluggish experience, and they're still going to have fun with it, right? It's very important that these nerfs don't uh, affect the, the, the casual people that are just want to have fun, kill monsters on a weekend, uh, because they've been working all day, right? But it's really important that if that player, if that player keeps playing and they get too empowered, they should there should be a moment or like, oh, whoa, my character is not strong enough anymore. I'm an empowered. I'm with the big boys now. And there should be things that maybe that's where dungeons come on. I go to side content because I need the upgrades. Otherwise, I'm gonna be facing a wall or I'm getting slowed down and I'm not efficient anymore. That happens in any RPG that I feel. How many times have you, uh, you're playing PoE, you go do a red map and you're getting your ass kicked and you go like, holy shit, I'm gonna go back to yellows, red right? Or, same, same with Diablo, right? You jump into, from normal to nightmare, and you're like, all right, time to kill Mephisto 20 times, right? Do and we don't have of it, we... you...
0: Dread and Lizard, do either of you ever go backward in Last Epoch? Do you ever, do you ever go back and do something you already did? No. Never. Like, do you ever lower corruption or go back one no. monolith or.
2: No, never. I don't
1: think anyone does. One knows. time, well, one time I would ever do that is. If I'm, like, objective hunting versus, like, corruption grinding. Like, for instance, I want this unique bow with LP on it. I'll hop on on a marksman with an obscene amount of movement speed, go to, like, 200 corruption, and just go and get all those objective notes. And that's it. But even then, that would still be better at higher corruption if I had better gear. But the thing is, is, like, you know, you can't go fast and do all that. Well with a decent amount of budget anyways. And Mm -hmm. even then it's still inefficient versus just doing really high content because you get more of those
2: nodes as you go higher on, right? Uh, uh, Actually, I would say that the only content that achieves this actually are the dungeons. Like, I I feel like sometimes, you know, like, because obviously I I said yesterday, oh, you can kill the dungeons in a one day character. You can, but the reality is like 99% of players I know because of Twitch chat, and because of Discord, and you see what people talk about, how many people come to you and say, oh man, I'm defeating tier three jewel but tier four, it's too much. That's great, right? Because that player is gonna come, it's gonna investigate, it's gonna, oh, I'm missing this passive, or I'm missing this, or so I'm gonna go get this. And then when they finally defeat tier four, they're happy as fuck, right? And and it's something that is completely aspirational, and it's, an ob- like it's, it's a goal that is completely achievable, anyone can do it, but at least you're faced with that you, you at least need to earn it, right? And, and I think the dungeons do a great, uh, regardless of the problems the dungeons have, I do actually think that the tier system does achieve that. Whether well, it's corruption, completely fails at that. I think I, I think it's abysmal. Like, the fact that, I, I don't know, you guys play uh, almost as much as me, right? Uh, you played also Perry on all these weekend tournaments. Like If I tell you, right, you're playing your character, you're on the level 90 Monos, right? And imagine I, I, I go, uh, you know, men in black on you, and I go like, right? And I erase your memory, and I put you into Empowered. Instead of the level 90 zone, I put you into Empowered, right? You, you, you And I tell you, OK, tell me, are you in the mono that you wear, or are you in Empowered? Can you 100% tell me where you are?
1: No. Do you, do you totally feel not it? Not at 100 base yeah. corruption, no, not at all. No. Maybe <laughs> you, even 200. You, you, no. What is the difference? Like, I can't tell. The modifiers. Oh, I have, well, you just I have... read the modifiers and how much they yeah, get. Yeah, but ima- imagine, obviously, I, just, real you, you quick, can't say the I area level, you. right? You know what I'm
2: saying. Like,
0: I, I want to interrupt you yeah. real quick. So so before we get too far away from this conversation, you were mentioning about the aspirational Tier 4 stuff. I just want to say, I, I play in hardcore chat. I mm-hmm. very, very seldomly actually do Tier 4 anything. Mm-hmm. I have done That's them. Good. I have practiced them. But, like, if I have less than a... Eighty or maybe even ninety percent chance of succeeding. I don't do something in hardcore because I don't want to die. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't really do these things. If I want a vessel of strife, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go level up a brand new summon wraith necromancer, and I'm going to get it to like level seventy-five, and I'm just going to one-shot Drula. <laughs> because me uh, in well. hardcore, I don't want to <laughs> risk it doing tier. Uh,
2: that's, that's a different. That's a different problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I think that's great that you as a player. I think that's the only content that actually causes you that right and. Oh, no. And I think that that and I think that's great. You know, we need more of that. I think, and we need that kind of feeling, where where it's not frustration, it's challenge, right? there's a very thin line there, but I think again, again, like if you if if you just put people on autopilot, and again, like again, I'm playing the game, right? I and people tell me what corruption you're on, and I say, I don't fucking know, two hundred, four hundred, I don't know. Like, uh, that's horrible, right? You know, it's horrible. I think. I, 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 as a principle, I think 200 corruption should always, by design, be harder than 100. Always. Always. There, should, right. there should be a bottom-neck bottom and top-neck.
0: What, what, what do you think about uh, echo modifiers? And people who, maybe like me, who only click on the ones that say enemies, are, enemies have a chance to slow you. Enemies have endurance threshold. Enemies have more health. Like I, I do that because it's extremely safe. I don't click on the ones that say enemies have three hundred percent increased damage because they're why wild are they even there?
2: Why are they even there? Like again, I, th- I think I understand that modifiers are are important, and I understand that it's important to throw things at the player to keep him engaged and strategize. The, all of that is great, but. When you have content that is doing no damage and then a single modifier makes it three times, five times, six times as hard, you're not really adding strategy. You're just calling me, you. you're you either gonna spit on my face or call me dumb, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think what we need is like, okay, what if like the content without modifiers is a seven out of 10 difficulty and with very hard modifiers, you reach a nine out of 10 difficulty. So you have that 20% variance that de- depending on how unlucky you are or how you ballsy you are, you know there's gonna be that. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that extra inch of difficulty. Great. The problem is like we go from zero to a hundred in a single mod, and it's like. And again, it, it kind of, like, completely undermines that feeling of success, right? Because I know you guys do that, I like, know that. For example, when people tell me, oh, I'm killing uh, I'm killing this boss at 500 corruption, and then said they send me a screenshot, and the mod has 100% increased crit chance and chance to slow. Okay, so basically it's, like, zero corruption. Good, you know? Literally, literally. It does, because, again, getting the mod 200% more damage when the base damage is 2. Okay, now he's doing 6. Congrat, you know, like... You'll you have 4 thousand life.
0: Uh. can I, can I just mention how important it is whenever somebody's looking at a YouTube video about how good a build is? How important it is to look at the right side of the screen and see what the modifiers now, are that they're currently fighting? I yeah.
1: I am sadly at fault for this slightly. When I play the game, I'll be honest with you lizard. I don't look at the side. I don't
2: look yeah, at that, the side. That's what I was to say. I don't look say. at the mods. I, I just the
0: Am I the only one who looks at the screen? It's, it's funny, Perry. Lizard, because when you... when you
2: die, you lose. You know. And when you play a strong build, be- like modifiers only have two stages. The stages where they ruin your life and you wish they didn't exist. And the stages where they're so insignificant that you don't care. For example, yeah. who looks at modifiers on the first run of Monolith before Empowered? Who looks at it? I don't. 10% increased damage. It's huh? scary in hardcore. Uh, come oh, on. yeah, and that's 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 the difference,
1: <laughs> you know, But that's, that's, but but
2: that's difference. not a okay, uh, perry like uh, no one dies in monolith, okay? Like yeah. uh, normal monolith, hardcore or non-hardcore. Mot or no mot? Okay. I don't know, lizard. I have a
1: clip of you dying to Husk Elder Panion in Manolith. I've got I've got a lot of clips of lizard uh, dying I was from limit, today.
2: I was, I was limit testing, reading clip <laughs> chat. You know, it's a, a different story. Okay. You know, yeah, I, like I, honest, I watched read up. Read I like to make you guys feel like you can catch up, but in oh, reality, you, I, can, I, can, I, I can put that. on the turbo. You know, uh, the
1: only time I read a modifier is like when I'm like doing uh when I'm like doing like a rye. Or like a necrotic dragon, and I see that they're breaking animations and you look at this side, I'm like, oh, enrage. Nice. Mm. Do not
0: do <laughs> any boss that has enrage.
2: Nope. And and and, I, and again, I think it's important to have modifiers that are scary. Like I think it's important to have damage modifiers. Just don't make it so the modifier makes the content five times as hard, you know? Make it so the content is slightly hard. And again, make sure that as a player, especially for newer people who don't understand the system as much, you should have the feeling of, all right, I'm at 100 corruption, I can deal with this. It's okay. Sometimes it gets a bit iffy. And because I know that with the hard mods it's a bit iffy, that's where I'm going to stop. I'm not going to go for more corruption. That's it for me. But right now, I, I think that you have the feeling of, Especially with, depending on the, you know, again, you get suddenly seven covenants of the minion with elemental damage, and you go from literally being Zeus and being immortal on Olympus, you know, looking at your... look, Feeling good, right? Feeling big. Uh, and then suddenly, uh, you're not. You're, so you're a fucking minion, right? And, and I just think it's a very, it's a very, very traumatic experience, right? Like, uh, it doesn't feel good when, when you get... It just feels like, OK, RNG got me, kind of, right? Uh, yeah. It's, you didn't sign up for it, kind of. Uh, and the mods just make it, especially because you can avoid them, it creates this. And, and I understand that the mods are kind of like there to deter you from taking certain paths. But let's be honest, the best thing about the Monolith, the thing that everyone enjoys about the Monolith is like, ooh, shiny note, ooh, right? That's what everyone enjoys.
1: Face gameplay,
2: right? Uh, everyone enjoys looking at I oh, see, look, exalted chess piece yeah like I, I, exalted chess note idols uh, everyone loves that, right? That's what people enjoy doing and it fucking sucks you know when you're playing your build, you see you've been looking for exalted chess piece for an entire day and it has fucking crit avoidance and you're playing a crit build I're like, well, I can eat the cake, but it comes with a shit in it and and then when I tell the devs, yo devs, what about this shit? Just don't eat it, bro like eat the other side of the cake just don't take it. It's yeah. still shit, you know? Yeah. And I, the thing is,
1: if you're in that situation, you know what you're going to do? You're just going to deal with it. Yeah, you're going to deal with it, and you're going yeah, to go play another game. I do that game. all the time. I'm like, you're oh, gonna... dodge? Oh, yeah, let me just go deal with that for four monos. Okay, now I can play and enjoy the game again.
2: <laughs> and and it's funny because they have a lot of modifiers that's, that cap. So they're aware of this. I don't know if they're aware of this, and they just haven't done it yet because they're waiting for a... I know the devs, sometimes they have overhauls in the back of their head, and we complain about it for a year, but when in reality, in the inside client, they already talk about it. But for example, how come there's this enemy resistances? It's always 45. It doesn't scale. It doesn't matter if you're at 100 corruption, 1,000 corruption. That modifier would always be 45 enemy uh, protections. I think we need that kind of system also for the other damage modifiers. The maximum, maximum, maximum a damage modifier should give is like a hundred, maybe, which is already doubling the damage,
1: right? I think mods shouldn't stack in general. They shouldn't have multiple instances of the
2: same I, mod. I, I think if they're capped, it's fine because that's again that comes back yeah. to the strategy. Don't be cocky. If you're taking two of them, you're just dumb, right? Yeah. But 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 uh, but, but but I think they should. They and again corruption should be. 50 percent of the difficulty, not 10 percent. right now it's definitely less than that mm-hmm. because I don't even look at it I, again, I, I've been promo- I've been preaching this idea of the tier system of our monolith. Mm. just saying you know uh, every well, hundred cor- is, well, every hundred corruption, a higher tier
1: I've been playing a lot of uh, a lot of other games of late, and specifically this one that Perry and I have been played together. It's called Gunfire reborn. And sometimes you will encounter, like, an area where it has, like, a modifier where it's, like, enemies, when they die, they summon this new enemy. Or Mm -hmm. enemies, when they they get hit, they become immortal for a few seconds, and then they can't get immortal again. Or enemies, they'll heal each other when they're near each other. Stuff like that. Things that are different than just stat-based buffs. Like, for instance, when you go into the monolith and you see, like, Void... Increase 200% increased damage or whatever. Is that interesting at all?
2: No. No, no, no. Not.
1: not at all. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to die. And there's more things I could talk about that. But that's, like, the thing. And, like, that's where the modifiers are the problem. Because, like, for instance, whenever you do, like, a frenzy haste mod or, like, an enrage mod, the game changes a little bit. Right? Like, the I, boss I, I, I like more. them. I like them. Yeah, I, I like them I, too. I just think
2: the bosses should have their yeah. caspid capped well, yeah. so they don't break, right? Like well, no, someone they should, should
1: be built around know. that. that they I mean, someone
2: should control. manually check, okay, this amount of yeah. caspid, it, it becomes unreadable and that's it, no matter the mods, right? And it would still be really fucking fast, just not... Yeah. I, I I honestly feel a bit ashamed when I have you know, I'm fighting Emperor of Corpses with uh, um, uh, Enraged, and I get raided by a PoE streamer, and I have to explain what the fuck is going on on the screen, you know? Uh, it's a bit embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. so... Uh, yeah. yeah. And that, What I'm, what like I'm hearing thing, is,
0: like, instead of just having, like, percent increased damage, percent increased health, just more variety of other things, mechanical modifiers. Change, yeah, that would be great, no?
2: Behavior. Extra projectiles, things like that, right? Those change are cool. the monster behavior. Like,
1: like, for instance, like, oh, these mo- monsters they are really fast when they're nearby you. And then when they're not, they're not, you know? So, like, a range build will take that mod be like, hey, free stuff!" But, like, a melee build has to think about that because, like, if you're nearby enemies, mm. they're going to move really fast and stuff like that.
2: I think there's so many ways to make it interesting, you know? Like, uh, this boss has bodyguards and it spawns, like, a very specific type of mod that dro- drops a very specific item. Or a bisguards. I don't know. You got the guy. I think yeah. that this kind of stuff is going to come over time. I'm pretty sure yeah. that the, the current mods we have, the devs are being like, well, we have people playing. Uh, it's early access. Uh, let's just throw a bunch of mods that are the same mod, just so we have something mm-hmm. for them to do. I'm pretty do. sure uh, they're uh, aware of this. Uh, and, and, and I, and I, but, but, but again, sometimes when you talk with the devs about this, they saw, you know like, yo, devs, uh, shoot up. Again, th- something like Armor Shred, right? Why does Armor Shred scale? Because, again, you get armor shred in regular monolith. Enemies have 50% chance to armor shred. That's fine. That's kind of balanced, right? Like, you get hit, Funnel's you lose just a you bit. It's you of...
1: standing still getting hit a lot.
2: Yeah, exactly. It kind of makes sense. Uh, you know, your build has 5,000 armor. It goes down Even to... Even if it got up to 100 you know, Yeah, but the bad. problem is that, that that scales to 700. So <laughs> I, I have a character with 4,000 armor that I grind my ass off, unless I'm playing sigils. And, uh, and then a single mod hits me, and I lose my build. It's like... I lose an entire
1: like a part thousand of my armor on one article. Like, mark for death. Mark for death doesn't do that. Mark for death is kept. because I like mark for death mark precisely for death. because it's
2: capped. Yeah. I think mark of death is great, right? Yeah, it's like Ellie week. And you can cleanse it. It, it, it. There's definitely a strategy on that, but I, I
0: like this conversation. But we are just over an hour right now. I want to, I want to introduce maybe one more topic before okay. I open it up to other future. Right. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is a topic. So Dread and I, you touched base on this on this with me right before the podcast started but it sounded like you had uh, maybe maybe something that you wanted to bring up about whether Last Epoch currently is in a good spot for solo play. So we know so, that in the year 2022, we're supposedly going to have multiplayer coming up. But what about for those people, maybe even like me, who like playing this game as a solo mode, as an SSF mode? Is this game in a good spot right
1: now? Uh, so I, I, I brought think so. this... Oh. <laughs> I, no. I'm going to explain. I brought this up because I found a forum post, kind of like 90% of the content we bring up on this podcast is because like, oh, someone made a Reddit or a forum post. But it does bring a good question of what you said. Like, you know, is the game good enough for solo play? And I completely agree with that right now. Like, I think the game as it currently stands is one of the best games to play. Like, you know, like whenever I play Last Epoch, I don't feel like as though I need to go trade. Like, when I play Path of Exile and I try to play solo, it feels terrible, right? Because, you know, you like, oh, you want this item? You're either going to grind, like, two years for it, or, you know, you could just go to trade and buy it. In the last Epoch, nothing feels like as though too out of my reach. Like, there are things that are hard to get, like, you know, like a 2LP, you know, like a two what uh, vessel of strife or something like that. Like, those seem impossible, but they're not mandatory, too, right? Yeah. And... I like where it stands currently, like the solo versus now there are problems in terms of like how long this lasts, you know, like, you know, for instance, like the grinds are a little too quick in some regards. Right. Especially in these weekend tourneys we're seeing, but I like the accessibility so far of solo play. Yeah. Yeah. Same question to you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's well balanced. I think the problems that uh, we talk about wouldn't affect like the nerfs that i'm talking about and the changes on more damage they wouldn't affect this because you will you would still progress yeah. through the core progression because i personally think anything past 100 corruption it's kind of like opt-in right because you don't really yeah. it doesn't really it's the same boss fights it's the same everything right you, it's kind of like an opt-in it's like it's the people want item yeah exactly uh, i i that's the part that we gotta tackle right so i think A new player can play and can completely succeed and everything that your goals are are going to be achievable and i think a lot of people prove that and a lot of us you know stream everything we do so people get a realistic expectation of what they can get and all that and uh i I really hope that i I, I, I really hope that the game is going to stay that way even with whatever they do with trade i really hope the the experience is kind of like an exp- an adventure, a solo adventure, and the items feel like items, and the drops feel like drops. And the achievement, it's a self-achievement, and not, not just like, um, well, kind of like a market uh, simulation thingy where you have games yeah. that are really good at that, right? And um, uh, going back to what Red was saying about the grind, right? Uh, that That's another thing, because I do think the grind is a bit too too low. Yeah. I personally think that the new crafting system is really cool. But it ha- kind of has also completely undermined, for example, blue items and yellow items don't really exist anymore. Like, I feel like I play a character and by level 50, I'm, I'm, I have purples equipped. I only uh, look for exalted because crafting potential is so high. Exactly. And, and I feel like, I mean, you have a game where normally your progression system back in the day, you started, you know, with the old super punishing crafting system. Well, you kind of like get your tier 10s on day one, then you move to tier 12s, then you're lucky you get the tier 15. And then eventually you go at tier 20, and then eventually you start dreaming about Exalted. And I understand that the casual player that only wants to play a couple hours every day, they still want to get to the cool part, the purple part, right? But the thing is, like, if you give the purple part, you know, if you get to chapter 5 of the book without reading chapter 1, 2, or 3, well, chapter 8 is the end. So, well, I, I think the, the devs need to kind of, like, still. Uh, Tinkle a bit uh, how some of the progression happens and a bit too fast. I think the legendary system was kind of to
1: Yeah. add to that. And those are supposed to be our new exalted. But the thing yeah. is, it's like legendaries are optional. You know, like you don't yeah, need, absolutely. technically don't need
2: them. Like you could play a build with just exalted to go around, you know, with it. Uh, and again, I maybe I just have a bit of an old school view on this. But I I like as a new player going in facing problems and having to meet certain goals in order to beat certain challenges that the game throws at me. And I feel like right now we're so overpowered because the skill system is just overpowered. We're so overgeared. We don't, failure doesn't really exist in the game anymore. I really I hope they bring it back with an extra crafting system that, you know, you can just flip your items or whatever, just for that sense of... For those opt-in, obviously, right? That, that I feel like, I, again, like, the it, it, last Epoch has such a beautiful journey and such a beautiful systems. And I feel like, you know, when you're watching a movie and it could it could have been a three hour, but it's a one hour because they run out of budget and you, you, they just cut parts. And you're like, what happened, Hollywood? Like make, make a make a make make me cry. Yeah. And, 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 cry. and, and I, I feel like last Epoch feels a bit like that. Whereas, for example, the other day on the on the I made a character and four hours in I drop a bastion. Uh, I'm not going to
0: pretend like that's normal, lizard. Hold on.
2: But but that <laughs> happens. It
1: has happened to you too. You, it, it you had. had that, huh? Yeah. You don't need a uh, Bastion. and it could have been an exalted item
2: that you wanted. And um, uh, and 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 I feel like basically that was like my chase item for the weekend, right? And the fact that I got that on my f- second monolith, the fact that that can happen, I think it's just like a bit of a, I think I think there are certain goals that should only be achievable at certain stages of your character like maybe uh, again, it's cool.
0: only drops in empower monoliths yeah
2: i i think we need yeah. more things like that i think we, we need more thresholds i for example omnis i think it's great right I, I a lot of people again on twitch chat a lot of people talk about it oh i'm going for omnis right i'm farm. i'm almost at 200 corruption things like that are great things like the tier 4 item blocked uh uniques things like that i think we need more of that and and again i think all of those are achievable for a casual player, too. It's just like, mm. but, but they're going to have to play the game, right? Uh, which One I think thing I'd like the to goal. add to this conversation
1: is um, most of the problem, we can just look at our loot filters, right? It'll answer for us. But the idea is, right now, what Dead Element just said. He said, personally, I think the progression system is perfect. Nobody really cares about blue items and rares are viable progression items. And I'm going to actually hard disagree on that.
2: because yeah, I'm I am on
0: yeah.
1: But when I play in these weekend tourneys, or when I just start a character, in general, in like a fresh dash, I just put on whatever until yeah. I get an exalted item of that, you know, slot. And I think oh, that's a problem just personally. This white item until like I get an exalted item, and I do that all the time, and yeah. my loot filters show that. Like my loot filters are always showing me exalted and that's it and i just look at exalteds like oh yeah sure like this rare item's pretty good i'll just throw it on until like and the part the problem is that it's the early game isn't difficult enough to make you want to upgrade your character yeah. until you get exalted you can just the, the fact that you can no... go
2: from from literally running gray gear with like I mean, you you guys seen my stream that happens to yeah. me i'm on day i'm on day 3 i look at my ring i'm playing a spellcaster and i have a ring that has minion hp that's yeah. it because I wanted the necro from it. Yeah.
1: And
2: the fact that uh, and I understand what, what Chat is saying, right? With obviously, yeah. you want to get to the purples are the cool part. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, if you get to the cool part with, without the foreplay, without the other stuff, without the, and again, I don't think you need it's to be stuck. I don't think you need to be stuck with purples for a week. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that maybe, maybe, I shouldn't be done with a character in three days. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. if I'm done with three days, then let's just say the average player is gonna take him it's gonna take him a week, two weeks. Okay, then what? We stop playing? Yeah, and I shouldn't
1: I should like, go to POE we go to, what until do purple we do? items drop, you know. Like, it's, it's I shouldn't interesting. ignore I'm, the gearing until been, I put on purple items. i <laughs> uh,
0: I've, I've been ahead. asking questions periodically uh, during my own progression through the weekend tournaments been asking people how often do you actually craft your gear so this is like you know me being very competitive and like maybe some people are less competitive but they're still playing for a couple hours on Friday Saturday uh-huh. Sunday Monday so when I ask people like hey like well, how often are you crafting your uh, crafting gear for your character like you know are you putting movement speed on your boots on level 10 are you doing are you putting void res on at level 15 like what were you doing and the answers that I get is that people don't open up the forge until like maybe the earliest is level 40 when you put cold res on so the mom and dad yeah. don't one shot you and like I, that's 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 a maybe and then you're me, probably crafting or using the forge like
1: when you step into the monolith for the first time
0: which means for me, the you're 45 only time... or 50 levels of like not doing crafting at all
1: for me when i craft like in a t- tourney i don't know about you lizard the first time i ever craft it's, like, right before Lagan, just because I don't want to instantly die to the beam. I want, like, Ellie res, right? I, I don't do Lagan, so... Yeah, oh, yeah. you go around Lagan. <laughs> but you get, like, whenever... Like, that's the first time I craft. And after that, I
2: just make sure my reses are good, and then I'm good all uh, the way up I, to, like, I normally corruption. do do uh, uh, one crafting session it, if I get the uh, woven Flesh. And with that, I go to Empowered. Because basically, yeah. with woven Flesh, you're kind of like, oh, I, I got it right, so now... You're you know. good to go. Yeah, exactly. Crit
0: avoid until the crit avoid blessing, and then yeah, exactly. And that there.
2: character is the same. It's basically the same on every character, right? And 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 again, I I'm I, I'm not saying that the game needs to be a grind like POE. I'm just saying that if you you only give us three days of content, this game is not gonna succeed. That's what I'm saying. And I'm always if you, if I'm always
0: like a little surprised that it it feels unintentionally so, but it feels like Last Epoch is pretty well balanced for these weekend three-day tournaments,
2: yeah, which I don't I think, think is a bit, good thing. I mean, I like I it. I think right that's now. boring. Like, for example, with, 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 when we did the tournaments with the old crafting system, how many purples did you have after a weekend? You know, I didn't have any. If, if I'm lucky, yeah. I had one, right? And, and, I, and again, I see. would normally continue playing those characters because I wanted to get those spicy upgrades that, by the way, I didn't need, but whatever, right? Herb for fun. Um, yeah, exactly. And and, and I feel if you like, want to
1: see a game that's like based on like a three day cycle right after league start or whatever, look at D three and look at how well it's doing. right
0: now. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, again, I don't think it needs to be like a one year grind. I'm not asking about Diablo two levels of grind and playing six thousand hours and not seeing any item. But, I but, think but, a week but, is healthy. But I think one week, two weeks, depending. You know, I think well, it's fine. You know. Yeah, I
0: think I think Lizard, This goes back to something that you said you know a couple of minutes ago at this point, but you mentioned like what's the difference between something that you invest 20 hours into as opposed to 200 hours into. Like, how, yeah, the, the, how the, the... different is my Devouring Orb character right now? And how much better? How 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 much stronger? How much more of a flex is it going to be on my buddy when I finally show it to him? How much cooler is my character going to be after I invest, you know, from I, I, 20 I, to 200?
2: I, I feel like the, the, the difference between a character that you play for, like, three days and you're kind of, like... You get level 100 and you're kind of like done. You have all of the things. And the difference from a character like that and a character that you are going to play for like an entire month or two months or a thousand hours, whatever, we're talking about such min- rid- ridiculous like power increases that no one's going to do it. Like, I've done it before just because I was bored. I'm, you know, trying to grow on Twitch and I have like extra motivators, but I'm not doing it because it's fun. I'm doing it because I'm a degenerate and I have a, my own agenda. You know, and advertising myself and all that, but I wouldn't do it otherwise because I know it's not gonna do if shit. You're a casual too. You yeah, exactly. Too. Like, if I don't wanna do it and I'm the degenerate, how is the casual gonna do it? When, when a casual is level 60 and it's already uh, literally thinking to yourself, okay, what, what, what do I have to do next? Okay, uh, like uh, most people, right? We're talking about last, last the thing that I get done on two days is getting my, all my blessings, right? Dude, most people don't have a single blessing that play this game, right? And they're already done with it again. And that, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, a lot of people, and I, I think we have, a, a, again, I think the game has a lot of issues. The, the fact that people are happy because we have to play less monolith after the changes of stability, people are happy because we, have to, we need to play less of the game because it's a chore, because it's not enjoyable. That, I think it should be the opposite, well, ideally. Well, to
1: reiterate that, but I
2: think it? I'm happy with the
1: initial grind of like getting up to Empowered. And then, like, now I have to do less Empowered. Now it makes me a little sad because, like, that's supposed to be the whole grind of the game, right? I'm happy that the initial grind is faster because I hate that so much vehemently but just because, like, it's just boring, non-busy work, you know, getting from level, you know, follow the outcast to Empowered. to just, like, you know, like, turn off your brain, watch something on the side, and just yeah. get there. Yeah, it that's not great.
2: Yeah.
0: I will say... Answering my own question, thinking about, like, how much cooler is your character when you go from 20-hour investment to 200-hour investment, it reminds me of Path of Exile, which is a game that just did, you know, their next expansion announcement today, and mm-hmm. they're going to be starting next week, but when I think about Path of Exile, if you invest that much time to your character, it's going to be absurd, it's going to be yeah, <laughs> incredibly cool, you're going to have, like, all those little pieces of finesse, and all those things working together, and you want to show somebody your POV so that you can tell them exactly how it works. Yeah, and how yeah. Cool like all the in.
2: standard leak stuff and the it's muscle solid. crazy build. You're gonna walk, into, to, yeah, you're you're gonna stuff, walk right? into a map and you're gonna feel like a god.
0: Yeah, and like that, there's a huge difference. Between someone who invests 20 hours in a character and 200 and 2,000 hours on a character. Uh, and and
2: let's say so. that doesn't exist, right, at the moment. Um, you, you and even if you get those get upgrades. Like, and then you have like, eh, your level whatever. 60
1: Divine Trail build is going to look better than my. Can we not nerf Holy 60, Trail? Yeah, this is one of my favorite builds
0: I've ever played. I mean, no, it's, like it's fine. Holy trail. Trail's fine.
1: It's like, Holy Trail. Please don't vengeance like, me. Like, it's like level 80 like Holy Trail versus like level 100 like 2 weeks invested into cinder strike ignite which is literally like, a white weapon yeah, yeah it's just ridiculous it's insane the diff- like just the power in comparison it's like i'm barely getting 200k in the dummy and i have all these items at level 100 it's min
2: uh, and it's, it's holy trails like bam 200k uh, i don't i don't know i feel like when when you play an ARPG, and you are you are installing the game knowing that you're not going to be able to play for a long time I think you also kind of at least what I do, right? When I play a game and I, I already know I'm not gonna be able to play for that much, like for example, let's just say I want to play uh, Diablo 2 for the weekend, right? Because it's the well, I'm not I'm not expecting to get enigma, right? I'm playing yeah. because I you know I want to try the patch and stuff, and I just think that's completely fine, you know. Like if you're if you like, I think you can you don't need to get a three LP Bessel of strife to have fun as a casual you don't need it you can have fun as a casual just like you don't even like nothing that nothing that what we're talking about making the game more gear heavy making the game getting the game more chess if you play two hours you're not getting past monolith who why do you care it's not gonna affect you right so um i think it's more about adding more stuff for people who want to play the game so if in the case they want to play the game for more than an hour they actually have something to do and those who only want to play the game for one hour they want they won't realize, because yeah. they're just quitting the game before empowered anyway. So, and it uh, kind of
0: sounds like we're talking about slowing down progression and removing power. Instead of saying that we're happy where we are right now, we want more stuff to do. It's like I, I got to this point, but I don't want to be here so fast. I want more of a struggle, more progression, less power for free. We want to like back ourselves up. That's what I'm well, hearing. From you about just want to take I, it,
1: take it like a fruit roll up, and it's like three days, and you just
2: stretch it to like two weeks, you know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, yeah, I just exactly think, nice. I just think it's like if a casual player needs a strength of three to have a, a three out of 10 strength, right, to have a healthy, casual experience where they're just enjoying the game, killing monsters, and having a blast, don't give them seven. Give them three. Because the experience is not going to change. They're still going to kill everything in one shot. Because right, everything, as long as it's three, it's fine. That That's what I'm talking about right now. When we need one power, they give us 10. And when we need 10, we already have it. So it feels meaningless. I think we just basically need to redistribute the power so it doesn't affect casuals. The casual experience, the monolith experience, is still like just one-shotting trash. Nothing changes. But if you actually are a player who wants to go the extra mile, who wants to be like, hey, this is going to be my main game. I'm going to play this game for longer than an hour after work every day, there should be things for you to do. Because if there's no things for you to do, the game will die. Um, and again, th- nothing that I've said will will affect people that just want to play a character, kill some monsters, and you know defeat level 60 stuff. No, nothing's gonna affect you, because again, you you only need 1,000 damage to kill the monster you're fighting. You don't need 20,000. And if if you get 20,000, then when you you know it's just gonna be the same experience of one shot in trash till infinity because you're overpowered, right? Uh,
0: I, I there like there the co- should be
2: there should be points where my damage is not enough and I have to grind for it to be enough.
0: I like the it conversation, I like what we're saying, but I think we're, uh, we're a little bit over an hour, but an hour mm-hmm. and 20 minutes at this point. I think I'd like to wrap it up, because yeah. I know that it's, I think it's one thirty in the morning for Lizard, so Lizard, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you. It's okay, we'll have him on another time, don't worry. Yeah, it's fine, I'm a vampire.
0: <laughs> and I guess it's on the screen already, but Lizard, can you tell us where we can find you outside of this podcast?
2: Well, I stream on Twitch, at Lizard IRL, and I, I'm also a very successful YouTuber, uh, believe it or not. I'm uh, proud of
1: him. He's actually putting effort into the video.
2: I,
0: excellent yeah. thumbnails. I, I, I love your thumbnails. I love how much they yes. stand out. I'm
1: very proud.
2: I uh, I use Neon Text Generator, if anyone's curious, on Google. Uh, not the sponsored, uh, but yeah. And
0: Dread, my co-host, thank you as always for being here. I appreciate your time. Of course.
1: And then I guess for uh, all of us... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, one thing I was going to say is... So we are actually announcing that we're going to be taking a a break for next week. Just mainly because like, we got the Path of Exile League and all that and of course you know last epoch is always put on the back burner because of that and also it gives me and perry a little bit of a break as well and able to you know spend more more time with our family and stuff as well so next week we're not having a you know episode but the next week after that we will have an episode of epic epoch and we might be talking about path of exile that time around just because Hulk. you know it's such a big and i like to talk about that because of course you know. Most of, pa- like, Last Epoch's audience comes from, you know, Path of Exile, obviously. We, we know this, right? So it's nice to compare the two games so that we can understand more. You know, I've been having this uh, situation where I've been playing all these other ARPGs. Like, I played D2 a bunch, Lizard, recently, mm-hmm. and it gave me a bunch of ideas for Last Epoch. And, like, a bunch, like, made me think about more like that. So it's nice to have that. But, yeah, we're going to not have an episode next week. We're have it the next week after that.
0: Indeed. All right. And then from all of us here at FPGPod, including Lizard, our special guest here. Twitch chat, thanks for being here. YouTube, Spotify, we'll see you next time. Have yourself a good night.